every night or every every, every couple hours really we would take her on a walk uh, just to like get her some exercise and you know they say like sometimes when you're towards the end that helps the baby come quicker so i would take her on the walk and i remember we were on this walk and she was like i hope you know you didn't kill it this pregnancy and mm. i was like what <laughs> what? Since you straight real quick. Yeah, I was like, what? "What are you saying right now?" She's like, "Yeah, I just I'm gonna look back on this time and know that you just you didn't kill it." And I was like, "Okay." I don't mean to scare you guys, but when you have a baby, you kind of hate your husband. I mean, not just for like a lot. You really hate him. Like I remember breastfeeding our son in the middle of the night, just breastfeeding our kid at four in the morning, rocking, muttering to myself in the dark. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I'm just glad the new baby's out of my wife because I'm not sure if you guys know this. At eight and a half months pregnant, uh, women get really horny and they're also very gassy at the same time. <laughs> is a bad combination if you're the husband. If you've ever made love to a woman that's carrying your child, as a man, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My, my child, April, she ran her face across the inside of my wife's stomach like, ah! And I'm like, ah! I'm done. I'm done. Is it because I'm fat? No, it's because um, I don't like threesomes, all right? This is creepy. Lovers and friends, friends. I'ma take you on a trip, baby, I don't pretend, I said Lovers and friends, uh, I'ma hold you down, down to the end, I said What is up, lovers and friends? Uh, it is Jared here. Uh, I know you guys were expecting Shan, but I'm filling in for her because, you know, she's full-term pregnant. And, you know, right now she's sick and tired and she just needs a break. So uh, that's why I'm filling in. I'm here to take the reins a little bit. This is not going to be your normal episode here. It's going to be me, so don't click off. It's going to be fun, I promise, I promise. Just wait, just wait. It's going to be a good time. Just relax, all right? Just relax, listen to the soothing sound of my voice, or if you're watching, look at the soothing face of my face. Uh, I think that makes sense, but... Anyways, without further ado, here we are. We're getting into it. So, in honor of my wife being full-term pregnant, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about the father's perspective during that pregnancy. You know, we never hear about that side. We never really hear about what the father goes through or what their experience is like. And I think a lot of the reasons why we don't see the other side is because we can't really hold both truths. And I understand it's a crazy, magical, wild, primal experience for a woman. So there's not really a lot of space to hear what the father goes through. But I thought it would be intriguing to kind of bring some men together and have a conversation about it. And I, I think what I realized throughout this episode is that I think fathers have an innate awareness that our feelings and what we feel during that pregnancy shouldn't really be talked about. So it was really hard to find the gentleman to actually want to talk about this. And I'll start with myself. I was a little apprehensive about doing this episode because, you know, when Shan was pregnant for the first time, last pregnancy, I was a little honest in a couple of our videos and the Internet did not take kind to that. Um, you know, there is a uh, an awareness and a protection that comes with any woman that's going through pregnancy. And if the partner is being a little bit too raw and honest, then, 
you know, there's a feeling of you don't want to add any extra weight or anything that's more stressful. Um, and there's a protectiveness that I think her audience got and they ripped me up. Well, rightfully so. I get it. I understand. It was not the time and place. We were still in the process of pregnancy. But I think that there's something that to be said about honesty, because even though sometimes it might be hurtful, I think there's a lot of growth opportunity in that honesty. Even if the honesty is is just like, uh, you know, I, I don't need you to change anything. I just want you to be aware of how I'm feeling right now. And it's interesting because I feel like as men, when we're in the relationship and the woman is pregnant, the rhetoric is a lot like your feelings and what you're going through needs to be placed on the back burner, which is true. It is very true. But that doesn't mean that we don't go through anything and that we're not going through a tough time during the pregnancy. Now, let me just explain it from my side. But it was like going through that first pregnancy, um, even the second one, you know, as the father or the husband. And let me just say this. I feel like when my wife, Shan, got pregnant, something took over her body. She became, honestly a sergeant she just she just came with so much sauce all the time um and <laughs> it pains me to admit this but you know you know living with a pregnant woman you're on eggshells you're you gotta you gotta just tuck and roll and get out the way being with a pregnant woman is hard you know she would get mad at things that just didn't make any sense. So the first trimester, it don't matter what I do. It don't matter what I'm cooking. It don't matter what I'm eating. It all made her sick. I could be eating my favorite chips, something that she used to, she used to love. To this day, I cannot eat those chips because they grossed her out so much during her pregnancy, or at least the first term, that they were eliminated from my entire diet. And here's the other part about it. And baby, I love you. And I'm only, <laughs> I don't even know if I should be sharing this right now. But <laughs> she got so gassy. <laughs> I'm going to get killed in this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> she got so gassy. <laughs> she got so gassy that she was burping and farting all the time that like and it just got to the point where it was normal like I had to just accept it like and and it, and it would be in like we'd be in like cuddle position like little spoon she would be the little spoon I'll be the big spoon and she would just let out gas and I'm like I'm like shit there's no respect it's just no warning I don't mind that you were gassy but give me a warning or something like let me know hey hey you know, you might want to move away because I'm about to let it loose. <laughs> so, but, you know, and I it's like, I have to keep saying this. I preface this by saying I understand. This is just, you know, this is part of the episode. I'm just explaining it from my side. This is just the way it was. Um, and then we go on to the next trimester. All of a sudden, she got all the energy. She got everything energy. And that's when the nesting starts. And the nesting only gets worse until she hits three, third trimester. When she hits that full term, it gets on a whole different level. Because it's not even like she's 
she's pregnant. So she can't really do any of the moving. She can't really do any of the, the furniture movement. She can't hang nothing on the walls. It's got to be me. So I got to go and do all the, dis- the all the house stuff, the nesting, because she just woke up one day and was like, you know, we need all new furniture. We need to move all this out the way. I don't like this furniture. Get that out of here. Um, and it just got to the point where the requests were getting so ridiculous. And I know, I know it is so difficult to be honest, but that's why we should be. And that's where the growth is. So I invited two of my homies, Mike and Byron, to come join me on this panel to talk about this truth. And uh, they agreed. I hope they're ready for what they're about to receive, but they agreed. Uh, um, So, yeah, Mike is an amazing, super talented DJ. If you're going to see me on tour, you will see Mike. Mike is the best DJ that I've ever heard. Amazing. A.K.A. Mike Goodness. He's also the owner of Ill Donuts. It's an incredible platform. They do T-shirts. They have a radio show. They have radio stations where you can listen to so many things online. Amazing platform. Also, my boy Byron. Byron is near and dear to my heart. Um, You know, he's the reason that I get into the rooms with all these labels. Byron, he works at Atlantic. He's amazing talent. He has a crazy ear. One of the most hardest working dudes that I know. You know, he has so much love for me. He's just always looking out for me. And I couldn't ask for a better friend, especially one that's in the same field that I'm trying to get into. So, yeah, without further ado, we're about to get into this uh, conversation. Don't hate us. Don't hate us, please. Don't hate us. Enjoy. When Shan first got pregnant for the first time, I remember um, like every older man in my life, was like, whew, you're going to be living with a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> Just brace yourself, brother. Just brace yourself. And I didn't really understand what it meant. I was like, well, it could it be that hard? Like, it's the same person that I've been with for this whole time. Like, no, it can't it be that hard. <laughs> and then, like, when we were going through it on that first one, I was like, oh, yeah. this is what they're talking about. But I was so grateful for it because there was moments, you know, when, you know, when, when Chan was pregnant, she was so uncomfortable. Mm. Like everything was just it. She it didn't matter what she was doing. It was gonna be the worst time for her. Mm-hmm. Um, even just getting out of bed, getting dressed, finding clothes. None of her clothes fit her. Like anything that you could think of, being pregnant was an inconvenience. And you're the closest person to her. Yeah. You know, so you know you're gonna get those stray bullets when when shit hits the fan. And sometimes it's never going to really make sense to you because nothing's happening to us. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't, I'm, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I don't know what it's like. I know what it's like to be really full and that's uncomfortable, but that's not the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And yeah, I so, hope you didn't say that while she was pregnant. Though. I can't, I can't <laughs> even, I can't even imagine what, what it might've been like to be carrying a full child in your stomach. And then, you know, we're still <laughs> doing right, life as normal, you yeah. know? Right. And so there's times where the emotions get the best of of um, of us, and sometimes you'll get mad. Like, why are these clothes hung up in here? You yeah. know what I mean? And then you just have to like take that in. But I was so grateful that older men told me about you know, hey, just kind of break yourself, you know, br- brace yourself for this time because there's gonna be moments when you're not gonna understand what is happening right now. How was that experience for you guys being there while your wife was pregnant? My experience was, it was just one of, everything just seemed so fragile. Mm. Everything's fragile, including the woman, including, you know, all the way up until everything needs to be as clean as possible. (laughs) 
my wife and I, ever since we first dated, we've always kind of like, you know, you know, tackle these huge like life like milestones like together. And we kind of yeah. like have fun. So like, you know, when she got pregnant, we you know we kind of came up with a plan. We yeah. stuck with it. Um, you know, and it was yeah. Like so some days are better than most, but you know we made the best of it. That's good. And it's like one of those things like taking into consideration, how, like you said, you know, like hormones, feelings, and doing a little bit extra more, and like you know taking a step back. Like let's say if, you know she is like you said, quote unquote, you know, in her feelings about something, not necessarily matching that energy, but yeah. really you know removing yourself from the situation and figuring yeah. out, okay, cool, I get it. Let me go over here and actually do this because yeah. it's super important to her and yeah because sometimes you blow it off that can like lead that goes like, even worse you know yeah. something else so it's just i don't know but anyway as, as you know time progressed it was just it was cool because yeah. it was like one of those things i'm the kind of person i like to get in front of anything before it happens yeah to, yeah you know yeah, yeah. any fires so yeah it's tough i, I remember this one moment um <laughs> this is so funny um so it, it was like towards the end of shan's pregnancy the first one I'm gonna get into the second one. The second one was way worse. Oh, it, it was tough. Mm. The second one, but the first one, we were getting towards the end, and every night or every every, every couple hours, really, we would take her on a walk uh, just to like get her some exercise. And you know, they say like sometimes when you're towards the end, that helps the baby come quicker. So I would take her on the walk, and I remember we were on this walk, and she was like, "I hope you know you didn't kill it this pregnancy." And mm. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Just, what? Since you're straight real quick? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> what are you saying right now? She was like, yeah, I just, I'm going to look back on this time and know that you just, you didn't kill it. And then after the baby came, you know, she was like, you know, I, I didn't really mean that. Like, yeah. I don't even know why I said that. But that was just an example of like, there's times when they'll say something that could potentially hurt. Like, yeah. you're like, whoa, where did this come from? I don't know where this is coming from. It. Th that first pregnancy was tough for me to like navigate how to handle the situations when they would arise where a small argument could turn into huge arguments. Mm. I know one of the biggest things that was like a, a big turmoil in our, um, our relationship during that time was it was so hard for me to connect with the baby through the stomach. Hmm. Yeah, Like I could feel the kick. I can, you know, you know, I could do all that, but like, I just couldn't like connect. I connected to the idea of my child, but I didn't connect to like, oh, well, let me feel the baby every time it kicks or let me like, uh, you know, try to talk to it through the stomach. Like it was really hard for me to connect that way. Um, I was rather like talk about future and talk about what we're gonna, what's our plan for the birth? What's our plan for when it gets here? Like, how are we going to uh, the business of things? Yeah, I was more interested in that things. And and like, where are we going to go for daycare and, and things like that? Was that ever was, did you guys even experience any of that or was it easy for you guys to connect? I think, uh, you know, I have three. Yeah, um, I don't miss you know hey, saying? all boys straight shooter, straight shooter, <laughs> straight shooter shooting up the club every day. The first two, the first two. I was like that, the more yeah. the business of it. I think this third third one, um, you know, I actually tried something. Uh, I would sing to him in his mom's stomach. That's tight. For no reason in the world. I had no reason why I was doing it. Yeah. I was just doing it because, like you said, it's like, how do I find that connection? Yeah. You know, um, you know fast forward 10 months later, if I sing to him, he starts smiling and he listens. Oh, he stops wow. what he does. So I think I, I think that was the one thing that I'm really, really happy that I switched up is not making it about business. Yeah. Right. 
and understanding that the same way that you partner, the same way that you love, you should parent, and that's without ego. Yeah. Because we don't understand. Even on the third one, I don't understand certain things. Like, I don't remember the my first my first one's grown grown. So yeah. it's like, I don't remember a lot of the things that I'm going that I'm experiencing now. So I'm just like slowing down, taking a deep breath, and enjoying Those just learning moments. this yeah. this new one. Because at yeah. first you're like, bro, I'm. All right, cool. Like the first time, oh great, he kicked. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then the second time, it's like, oh, that's dope. He's active. And then by the third time, you're like, like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I gotta yeah. go to work. I got right. shit to do. Yeah. Like, so when you do it, when you do it with like some with some piece of ego in you, mm. I think it it disconnects it the ability. It. Yeah, it clouds it. Yeah. Once Shan had the baby, as soon as I put her in my hands, like the connection was like instant was it was like a ton of bricks that hit me mm -hmm. like a ton of bricks that hit me um because i was a little bit worried as we were getting closer to the birth i was like do i have something wrong inside of me because yeah. i thought there was something wrong with me i thought there was something there was something off with me because i couldn't have those moments like i, I would talk to the baby and i would do all the mo motions right i would do all the motions i would feel it when it kicked i would you know did everything on the outside that made it seem like I was connecting, but I knew internally, like it was, there was, it was like, I'm talking to Shan's stomach right now. How was the beginning first couple of weeks and months as a father? Like, did you notice anything in yourself or did you feel any, any difference? How was your guys' relationship? What was it like? It made me feel a little bit more responsible. Yeah. It made me feel like a little bit more responsible for my family. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah. It's an awesome feeling. What about you, bye? Same thing. It was like, you know, he came home and it's like, man, okay, this is real now. Yeah. I mean, it was real when I heard the cry. Yeah, yeah. But everything, you know, like you said, it just started to click. And I, I guess the the biggest thing for me was like starting like to prioritize things that mattered. Yeah. Because like before I was, I don't, I don't, I'm like a weird yes man, low key. Yeah. It's like anybody can ask me anything. You want to help me move to Arizona? Yeah, okay. I'm not doing nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, you know, I'm in Arizona for like six yeah. hours helping you move. Girl. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you no. So, like, now it's just like, I'm super no selective <laughs> about what you come out yeah, to do. Yeah. And I'm just very, like, upfront. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Doing yeah. this. And then if I am doing something, it's, it's obviously work for all my time because yeah. obviously I could be at home you know, helping you, my wife. You care about you know? whatever the case may be, but like, or you make the necessary, right. you, you choose what you want to sacrifice exactly. being away from your home, you know, to do. Um, for me, it was like, I changed. I think I got a little meaner. Mm. I think I got a little more rough. I think I got a little more, uh, you know, I noticed in myself that I became a low key, a little bit of an asshole mm. after I had a baby because nothing mattered anymore except for the acceptance of my child and the acceptance of my wife. Everything else was secondary. And before, I think before this was like, I was seeking a lot of outside validation. I was seeking a lot of um, kind of like what you were saying. Like I, w I wanted the world to view me as somebody who was nice and empathetic and somebody who looked out for others. So if somebody asked me to do something like you, I would go and do it. Not because I wanted to do it, but because I knew it would mean something to that person. And so now I'm kind of like, ah, uh, I think I'm a little bit of a, a, a little, a little more aggressive, a little more protective, a little more, you know, I noticed that I, I with outside influences, if something I, I don't like, or I don't agree with, or doesn't align with my morals, I'm quick, I'm out, mm. you know, I'll take me and my family out of the situation really fast. And, um, I, I just, I did notice that change in me. And I, I remember thinking to myself, like, is this 
what my dad would always say about man strength. Like, is this where this came from? Is this the source of it? Mm. You know, you start to become a little bit more opinionated. I wasn't really opinionated when I was like, when I didn't have a child. I was like really agreeable or if I didn't agree, I didn't want to like argue. So I would just kind of like be like, oh, I keep my opinion to myself. I don't really care what you're doing over here. But yeah. now I feel like I'm a little bit more vocal, a little more opinionated, a little bit more out there. Um, and I, I, I equate that directly to having a baby because it was like almost immediate when that switch happened in me, mm. um, which I think it was always there. I just think the validation and the love that I got from my child and my wife like kind of trumped. It was enough. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. enough. I wasn't, you weren't, you weren't looking for it outside anymore because you have your own tribe. Yeah. I'm not going to make these dumb ass mistakes that I would have yeah, yeah, prior yeah. to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I think that's, that's a big part of it. And that's, that's definitely the man, man strength and the man growth. Yeah, I think that's how we become men, low key. You know, it, like it well, the men, to. the men that that are there and that are that are present. What happened to? Was there any? Did you notice any changes in your guys' relationship with your uh, wife or girlfriends? Oh man, um, nothing on like the negative side. On a, on a positive, it just um, I don't know. Like we we first brought him home from the hospital. It's just like I can't explain. It's like another level. Yeah, you guys connect different in the relationship, and like you started. Putting someone else needs before yours. So collectively, yeah. we we did that. You know, granted, you know, I'm not perfect. I still do some selfish stuff from time to time. But you know, we we try to make a, a conscious effort to put his needs before. So I would say that's probably like the number one thing that I saw different. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think my expectation of her has grown. Mm. I think that's something I carry from you know from my mom, watching, mm. uh, knowing who she was as a mother. I just think it's something that men essentially hold they're like oh well my mom did this my mom oh, did this yeah, my yeah. mom did that and, um i think that's something that's unfair yeah but um you know we hold our mothers in the highest regard yeah you know what i'm saying so you don't you don't i don't think you compare the two but it is certain things that you see that you feel like oh this is what she would do you know you you know so i think maybe that the expectations of her yeah may have changed to some degree even though it's her first kid you know what i mean yeah our lives, me and me and Shan's relationship changed so drastically. Like, we had a uh, so many years of us just doing things together, like mm. just living, going to restaurants has changed, going to get food has changed. We can't just pick up and go anymore. Oh yeah, that part we, definitely changed. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, can't do definitely. so many different things, and that did, that took a hit on our relationship because that was a lot of our connecting. Yeah, was the spontaneous. Oh, I just booked a re reservation at this restaurant. Let's go over here. Let's go try this. Um, and and it just we just don't have that opportunity anymore. Then our sex life changed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like Ryu, we didn't get a sleep trainer. So Ryu sleeps in the same room as us. Hmm. If she really? if we put her down in her room, she gets up in the middle of the night and comes into our room. Oh, wow. So like we don't really have a, a time where we're just us together. I got you. One thing that I'm uh, that is a big fear of mine is where is the space for not only me, but where is the space for just Shan and I? Mm -hmm. Because we barely have space now that we have one year old. Now we're gonna have two. We're, we're just in a space where, like, our entire relationship dynamic has been shifting because mm. of this. We were looking forward to almost being out of that, right? Because Ryu was getting older. Now we're going to be right back in it, yeah. you know? Um, but you know better now, though. 
Yeah, I'm gonna get that sleep trainer. No that, better that, that sleep trainer is happening. <laughs> it is happening. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it changed our whole relationship, that and that was tough on our relationship. I'm not gonna lie. There was a there was a lot of times where I was like, damn, is it ever gonna go back? Mm. Yeah. You know, are we ever? Is it not? Is it just us? And I remember an older gentleman came to me and he sat me down and he was like, be careful to not pour the love that started this child only into the child mm. and not into your guys's relationship because what's up happening is once that child gets old enough to leave the nest you guys won't know how to love each other anymore hmm. and it will be awkward and you guys will probably get a divorce mm -hmm. so make time and space for your relationship and there's as a well. there's a resentment not to cut you off there's yeah. a resentment that forms from having that too yeah i learned that in my first relationship yeah. my first my first child I just became so enamored and so in love with my son. Oh, mm. yeah, that, that, that I've, it, I've run into that. It too. almost felt like I was only there for my son. Oh, wow. So then my son became a weapon. I have that thing in the back of my head. There's times where I'm playing with Ryu where I'm like, should I be looking this happy? Should I, yeah. should I be like this? Because I, I, I have, Shan's, bless her heart, she's never ever came to me and said, like, do you like my, do you love Ryu more than me? Like she's never had that, but I maybe it's from past trauma or like past relationships or anything like that. Where like I have this thing in the back of my head that I'm like, if I don't sh display the same happiness to both, mm -hmm. then they could issues can arise, you know. Yeah. Um, but it luckily it hasn't. But there is times where I'm like, do I laugh this hard when I'm like hanging with Shan like yeah. but or the the fact of the matter is, is that we don't ever get to have those moments together anymore because of Rye gotcha. so now it's like if I have those moments of Rye I'm like oh man when was the last time that I laughed this hard with Shan yeah. you know mm. what I mean and we just haven't had an opportunity to go out and go on dates and do things like that that there's times when I'm super playing with Rye that I'm like in my head like should I be this happy right now? Will this cause any issues? It hasn't, but mm. that's like a flaw in my brain. I, I found the best ways to combat that is trying to find moments that you and Chan can have with Rye. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the, yeah. Those kind of things help in that so that there isn't uh, that it feel like there's a disconnect where we used to go to a dinner or we used to go out and get drunk all night, go party together. And, and even though that's gone, you still have like another phase of you guys doing things together with as a family with your as your family. Yeah. Now it's a family yeah, project. It's, a family. it's not. Oh my, my, yeah. no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. no, it's a family project now, baby. It's what, a family what, project. What about you? You notice any changes in your guys' relationship? No, no, not really. Because like like he said, we just find things to do all together. Like. Yeah. You know, my it's wife two and months I. in, bro. Yeah. Hey, like, none of that. Three months. Hey, he's two months nah, in. No, but baby. like literally before. He, nah, but cool headed, man. I know, man. He, he, I know but yeah. I got it. But I before he was born, you know, we we always would just go out and walk and you know chill because yeah. when we first met, that's all we used to do: walk around in New York. But here yeah. it's like you know we'll go to the beach, we'll walk around with him in a stroller. Oh, yeah, you or guys we'll are on take the, him to the park. Side. Yeah, we go yeah. to Malibu, walk around in the park. Oh, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he got the cheat code. He got the cheat code. And just chill. And we we got a system. But to go back to what you were talking about. We haven't had a date night yet. Actually, our anniversary is coming up, and her mom's in town, so she's going to watch him for that night. one night. So I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, is that but your first, your first, first date, date night? night? Yeah. Wow. But let's go back to what you were saying. Oh, thanks. Um, I guess our point is not necessarily our date night, but when we put him down to sleep, mm. and then we just creep out the room. And then, like you said, instead of us watching a movie, we spend, like, 
20 minutes on our phone looking at pictures like hey yeah, yeah, yeah looking at the monitor yeah, yeah. and then, like you said it's like Share no different stories, than the restaurant yeah. talking about see that's yeah. funny that you guys sneak out the room because like me and shan do that too but shan and i we're like it's the the toss-up of like dang we're so tired right now we can go yeah. to sleep and it'll be nice but let's let's not go to sleep let's stay up and let's watch a movie let's let's do something let's have sex let's do something that that like is for us Mm-hmm. And then we go to sleep. Even but if it's for an hour. We're so yeah. tired. And I equate it back to I was telling Shan this. I was like, what what my life is right now, it feels like how it was when I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and I was like grinding and like I had no energy. And my friends wanted to be like, Hey, you wanna go outside? You wanna go out to the club or you wanna go do something? And I'd be like, I'm so beat tired and I gotta get up at five in the morning, but fuck it life's not gonna make me its bitch mm. and so like this i feel the same way now whereas like we finally get ready to sleep and we're just looking at each other like what should we do i know we should sleep she's gonna be up early we should go to sleep but i'm like <laughs> no fuck that life ain't gonna make me its bitch let's stay up let's do something for us and let's have fun yeah. um but yeah it's been a fight you know some nights where i'm just like let's just go to sleep man let's, sleep is just as valuable <laughs> yeah, so, it's so much more valuable now <laughs> it's just as valuable there's one thing that uh, uh, you know s- new fathers and and fathers with you know with with a little bit of time of experience it's only a phase of this motion of this yeah. time it will get easier yeah it'll get better it'll become something where even you may face what you're gonna face it's only a period of time. Yeah. Do you guys parent the same? Uh, maybe you have, you have to figure out when she gets older. <laughs> Shannon and I parent different. We're aligned at the end goals, but our s- small, minute ways of parenting is a little bit different. Like for discipline? Or what do you think? Discipline, what we allow Ryu to do, mm. um, all that stuff. Like, Who's good cop? Who's bad cop? I'm bad cop for show. Thousand percent. Yeah, for okay. show, for show. I'm bad cop for show, for show. <laughs> Come over like to the I am the side, law. my boy. Yeah, I'm bad cop for show, for show. But Shan let right do everything. Oh, man. Like everything. She could do no wrong, right? No wrong. <laughs> no wrong. I remember one time. Actually, I like me Shan. I forget Shan in trouble. <laughs> I didn't want to that one. Oh, shit. Bro, I Say it off film. Like I'm just like I'm like I'm for me. My biggest thing is. I don't ever want to spank Ryu. Mm. And right now, it's a pivotal time. So, like, if I can get her to respond to the seriousness in my voice now, then I'll have that for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. I can just say, hey, Ryu, stop that. And then she'll respond. If I can nip that in now, so so I'm a little bit more, uh, I guess, stern with Ryu sometimes. Um, whereas I think Shan is more, she, she, and I can tell right now the way she lights up when she sees Shan's is different than when she lights up mm. when she sees me mm. because she, she associates me with, that ain't gonna roll with this, it's but, not fun time. but I understand <laughs> that like, that's my role right now. Um, but it's, it's good. I, I, I get it. But has, how has discipline been with you? Are you usually, I've been more the Shan. Yeah. I, man, I've spent. You have to understand. I've yeah, spent three. two other. They, baby number three. Baby number three. <laughs> three I've spent. In. I've done it that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's funny. There's a running joke my son has. He's like, "All right, Dad, Uh-oh. go get you." <laughs> like you know, because I was on his ass, yeah. you know, when older. But again, that was me teaching how I thought my mom taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My dad was the. 
my dad was the guy that I could just cry and he'd stop yeah. whatever I was gonna, whatever whooping I was gonna get. Yeah, the initial cry was gonna stop him from it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my mom was like, Nah, I don't give a nah, damn. You get your ass you. over there. Yeah. Come and get this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I'm I'm more of a I I just I direct now. I don't, you know, they just have to at some point understand what each tone means, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, I knew that the qualities that she has, I don't want to snuff that out through discipline. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather let it flourish now. Mm-hmm. When she gets to the age where she can understand, I'd rather just shape it. There you go. I'd rather just shape on how to act in public. I'd rather shape shape it as she gets older. But I don't want to snuff that out at such, at such a early age, a development age. Yeah. You know, I don't want to make her a quiet, timid, you know, sit, doesn't really ask for her needs. I don't. I want her to be an adult that knows who she is and is strong. And I know the qualities she has may be annoying as a child, but when she's an adult, she's going to be killing shit. Man, massive, massive, massive shout out to Byron and Mike. You know, Byron has the perfect relationship. We can all learn from this cat. He made me and Mike look like heathens. <laughs> but that's just to go show you, man, you know. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, and shout out to Mike, of course. You know, this was fun. I, I, I got to admit, I understand why Shan likes to do this. You know, if you watch Enjoy the Podcast, this is not the structure at all. We just kind of hit record and go. Um, but it, this was fun. I like this. I like this. I had a good time. I, I thank you guys for spending the time to listen to me and listen to me vent and talk. And, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of moments where you guys were like, this motherfucker, if he doesn't shut up. <laughs> so I understand. I understand. But we're growing. We're learning. We're loving. We're, we're having a good time. Life is good. Life is great. Um, and uh, I can't wait to, you know, welcome this new baby into this world. And uh, oh, oh, before I go, if y'all have not rate and reviewed this damn podcast by now, what are you doing? And if you already have, do it again. Just do it again. It's not, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt. It's only going to help. Um, so please do that right now. Right now. Actually, right now. Go go scroll down there right now. If you're listening on your phone, go scroll down there. Type in the little comment. Say, Jared was a wonderful host. I'm looking. So say, Jared was a wonderful host. I really appreciated his views. I really appreciated. Or say, but still get five star, even if you hated me. Get five star because this, this doesn't affect me. It only affects chance. So get five star and then say, you know what? I fucking hated Jared's views. I'm cool with that too, just as long as you do it. But get five stars. Don't don't give Shan one star because of my views, please. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she, you'll see Shan next week. Um, so uh, you won't have to sit through this wonderful voice that you're listening to right now. You know what's something interesting about my voice? I feel like... I have a deep but like high voice and they kind of come out together. So like if you're listening to me right now, it's deep, but it's still high. So it's like two voices in one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anyways, see you next week. Lovers and friends. Lovers and friends. I'ma take you on a trip, baby. I don't pretend I said. Lovers and friends. Uh, I'ma hold you down down to the end. I said.